Right then, ladies and gents. So, yesterday I went to Michaela. I don't very often have spare time in London. Um, as it happened, I did. And so I asked Catherine, probably a couple of weeks in advance or something, any chance I could come in uh, and just spend the day, just to have a, not like your normal visit, normal visit, I'm not sure, I think it's like 11 o'clock visitors normal, normally come, I'm not sure. They get a guide with the kids, they have lunch. Catherine talks to them at one o'clock, she gives them a little chance to, to ask any of their questions. And of course, I mean, I don't know how many visitors did I see wandering around yesterday. Four, five, six, I'm not sure. This was different. Um, so obviously, you know, I was one of the founding members of the school. Catherine and I were very much in touch. And personal favour, she said, yeah, of course, no problem at all. She Actually, no, she said, I'll check. I'll check how many people are in. So it wasn't off the cuff. Yeah, of course you can come. It was, I'll check. So she was thinking about the school, she was thinking about the team. That's true, and that, that chimes with other things she said. Um, for example, um, when people were asking her questions, her visitors were asking her questions uh, yesterday, she said, well, you know, we make decisions. If somebody asks her questions, so a member of staff comes to her, Catherine, what are we going to do about? She'll go, hmm, I'll ask her tea. And she explained to the visitors, well, obviously, she said, I'm part of SLT, but I talk to the team around me. Now, people love the idea, oh, it's democracy, all the rest of it. Look, Catherine's going to have the final decision, is my estimation, but she doesn't know everything. She doesn't know everything that goes on in that school, but she's got a really tight team around her that keep her fully informed of everything that's going on in that school would be my estimation. But on the other hand, there are staff there that said, oh, Catherine just knows everything's going on in the school. I think it's probably a bit smoke and mirrors. I think it's because her team work very closely together. You know, there, was a, there was a funny thing um, when I first got there. The head of sixth form was about to go off on paternity leave. And he came in and he said to Catherine, right, okay, well, I want to do this and I want to do this and, and we want to keep, because I won't be here, so I want, we got to keep an eye on this and we got to keep an eye on this. And I noticed the kids are walking a bit slowly here and he was talking about the sixth formers not being as fast to their lessons. The kind of conversation you never hear anywhere else. The attention to detail that you never hear anywhere else. Now, Catherine knows those things because her team are telling her those things all the time. They're keeping her informed of the little details because they know the little details are important to her. But she's created a team where they see the little details. They're vigilant to the little details. My take on it, Catherine, look, I, when I work with head teachers, I say, you've got to get out of your office, you've got to get out, you've got to make that school your own. That school has got to be in your imprint. Be out there, do those assemblies, be in lessons, be in corridors, be in lunch. Because in most schools, that's what's needed. Because the school grew from five teachers, 120 kids, and because from day one, and we're talking, you know, the months before when we were planning the school. You know, I was, <laughs> I was telling the kids yesterday, they were saying, also, oh, you know, they, they'd been well rehearsed in how to talk to guests, you know, the, which you need to, you need to teach kids how to talk to adults. And 
And they said, so, sir, where have you come from? Because they, they standard question. I said, well, I'm really from Wales, but I've been working in Surrey this week, and da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And I said, well, I used to be, you know, I was one of the, the founding teachers here, and me, Miss Burble Singh, and a man called Joe Kirby, we used to meet lots of weekends, and uh, and we used to plan what the school was going to be like. And when we first opened... <laughs> Like, this made me laugh. I don't know if the kids made, made them laugh, but it made me laugh. And I said, when we first opened, in the, back in the back in the olden days, <laughs> is what I said. I said, there used to be dinosaurs, and we were all frightened, and Miss Burble Singh would shout at the dinosaurs, and then she'd frighten them off so we could actually come to school. <laughs> of course they didn't believe me they were dinosaurs. <laughs> but <laughs> it was just lovely having a bit of banter with the kids at lunchtime. They were... They, they're well rehearsed in talking to adults. Yes, they're rehearsed. But they liked that. They liked the fact that they knew how to make easy conversation with the, with adults. And they were an absolute delight. I don't advocate family lunch because I see things done in the name of family lunch. They're not very good, to be honest. Um, where, as a visitor, you don't feel very welcome. Um where the kids, ah, I'd say there's an element of resentment talking to the adults. Michaela was beautiful. It was absolutely, those kids were gorgeous. You still have to eat very quickly. Um, I talked too much. There was a topic, again, you know, this topic thing, I, I don't think it generally works very well when I've seen it done. I don't think it used to work very well back in the day. Uh, and Michaela, when I was there, it worked very well at this table today with the urates, or yesterday with the urates. Um, <laughs> the topic was, and it was a silly topic, which I liked. There was, there was a levity there that didn't used to exist in Michaela. Everything was very earnest. And uh, but the topic yesterday was okay. If you had, you had to um, do a mashup of two animals, so you, you had to blend two animals. What would you do? Like an elephant and a bird, or this and a spider and a snake, whatever. And uh, so the, I think it was the head of you who was leading it. And again, they came in, they were chanting the poetry. The kids liked them. Look, I love the poetry, you know, I love the poetry. The kids were chanting the poetry. It was too loud. You know, I, I told the head of you, well, if I'm not going to do it, uh, I says, my what? I said, look, I said, oh, it's too shouty. I want it more like a choir. We want really confident, positive projection, but not too shouty. But their enthusiasm was huge. Yeah, and they did Ozymandias. I'd heard Invictus as they came in in the morning. Oh, there was what else did I hear? Oh, I can't remember. I can't remember. There was there was loads of stuff going on, but yeah, the poetry as they came in, energy, uh, the conversations at the table, the topic was funny, and there was energy. Um, the kids, and this was an innovation from last time I had lunch there. The kids knew they could be chosen for an appreciation, so. Um, they, each of those kids around that table, they were all practicing their appreciation. Appreciation is when you say, you might be chosen by a teacher, and the, the kid stands. Very, very precise this now, much better than it used to be. The kid stands, the kid puts his chair under, and the kid goes, uh, I would like to appreciate, let's say, Mr. Smith, for argument's sake, Mr. Smith, for coming to uh, Michaela to visit us, and uh, all the way from Wales, and, um, and leading us in a lovely conversation, which was very interesting. But the kids, they, they expressed it much better than me because they've rehearsed it. And around that table, because they knew they could possibly be chosen, and they were doing this at every table, they were all practising. And they were all listening to each other practice in turn. And they did practice in turn. They made sure they policed themselves 
one girl did it kind of spontaneously, then somebody else, and somebody else, and somebody else, and, somebody else, and then they turned and went, oh, you haven't done it yet. So she, another girl practised. They were nice to each other. Round that table, they were just nice to each other. Now, I'm not advocating schools go off and do family lunch because what other people call family lunch wasn't, wasn't like this. This has been so well practised. And I'm not saying that in a negative way at all. I'm saying it's the attention to detail. The kids were just nice. They weren't just nice by chance. They'd been made... They'd be made into something very, very special there. It's it's really, really thought-provoking, actually. You know, I, I would see some of those kids later on in the second half of lunch when they're all out running around with their friends and stuff. And again, that, that yard is busy, busier than it's ever been. Yeah, Remember, when I was there, there was only 360 kids. Now it's a full school, so it's 120 kids, um, you're 7 to 5, you're 7 to 11, sorry. And then you've got your sixth form. Um, so there's a lot more kids in that building, a lot more kids in that yard. It's a pretty rubbish building, to be honest. I mean, it's in, you know, they keep it well, it's well presented. Um, but the corridors are, I'd forgotten how ridiculously narrow the corridors are. The stairs... You know, most staircases in schools are horrible, aren't they? Um, the kids just no regard for anybody else, but nobody's taught them any better. But Michaela, because they, they move in places very quickly, you have two columns of kids going up the stairs, two columns of kids going down the stairs, sticking to the left. Um, I say sticking to the left. I know all the kids walked in single file, I know sometimes in those very narrow corridors there might have been a number of kids waiting to go into the lesson and there wasn't any real space for kids to wait to go into a lesson. But kids would just... So sometimes they'd, they'd veer off to the wrong side then they'd veer back to the correct side. It was it was all... It wasn't... Now, when I was there, there were fewer kids so it could be much more... We walk single file, eyes front, shoulder against the wall kind of thing, which is what I always advocate. But there, because the corridors were so narrow, the space is just, it's not an easy space at all. And there were so many kids. And there's all the six formers. Yes, they were largely single file eyes for unsure against the wall. But they were also moving so quickly. And they were sometimes having to navigate each other. But it was just, everything was very purposeful. In some ways, there was a, a kind of looseness about it that you can only achieve when you're really on top of your game. There were things that I would have slowed, slowed down, actually. There's a lot of things I would slow down in a normal school. But because everything in Michaela is so, so well rehearsed, instinctively now, instinctively, the kids are just very sensible. Instinctively, if they overtook somebody, they go, for example, I was talking to kids in the corridor. I was invariably standing in the wrong place in the corridor. I was invariably standing in a really stupid place, blocking traffic. But they were all so sensible. They would navigate around me. They would... 
there's a lot of... Oh, it's hard. How can I put this? It isn't as regimented, and I don't mind the word regimented at all. I think regimented is very good. I like precision, yeah? It wasn't as regimented as it used to be because so much of what is who we are, what we do, of just being Michaela, it's so embedded. It's so embedded. So if it, if somebody was not standing in the exact right place, um, everybody knew how to react. Nobody used any imperfection in delivery, any imperfection in, in the processes. It wasn't about being perfect, right? The teachers weren't perfect. The kids weren't perfect. Movement around the school, none of it was perfect. None of it was perfect. But when things were imperfect, nobody took it as an opportunity to... Nobody took advantage of it. Nobody took advantage of the imperfection. Nobody took advantage to go, ah, should we mess around? Should we push? Should we shove? Should we talk? No, because you get your lessons really fast. There was a real sense of purpose. Right, I'm meandering as usual. So what I'm going to try and do is I'm going to try and... I'm going to do a second... Yeah, I'll do a second podcast, okay? So I'll keep this one a little short one. So what, what will my, my big takeaways be from this? Michaela is not perfect. There you go. You weren't expecting that. But it's, teachers don't have to be superhuman to teach them. They do have to use the systems. You do have to row together. You do have to become a Michaela teacher. And they were all obviously Michaela teachers. They were all very obviously using all the protocols, all the instructions. It's too strong, I think, to call it a script anymore. Because staff seem to have, and children, seem to have internalised what being Michaela is. They're really on autopilot. So because the systems, because moving around, because picking up your pen, starting your work, everything was on autopilot. Everything just felt very, very natural because it was very well rehearsed, very well trained. That actually gave people scope to be bigger versions of themselves, as I often say. The teachers, when I taught the teachers out lessons and I would tend to grab teachers and taught them for too long and they were very polite and then they'd very abruptly, <laughs> it was quite funny, they'd very abruptly finish the conversation. I'm sorry, I don't mean to be rude and they'd be off. Because they they were they were very very punctual at duties. They were very very punctual to the lesson starts, which is only right. It's only right. But because the systems had become second nature, let's say, and that wasn't by chance. That was by a lot of concerted effort, and that's what the kids and the and the and the, and the teachers. It did give scope for your own personality to come through. And I'll look more of that, more of that in the, in the next uh, podcast. Really, really, really thought-provoking. It's much slacker than I am. It's less precise than I am. It's less precise and more slack than I advocate. But... It, that's because it's so embedded.
They've got to another level. It is, there was always a tendency in Michaela to be robotic. It's not there now. It's fascinating. There were new teachers there, apparently. Teachers started in September. Actually, I met one because he explained. I met, met, met two, actually. And because he explained to me that we knew, I wouldn't have known. They'd learned the systems really well. They knew the script, the script really well. As I say, to call it a script is too harsh. Harsh. It's, it's inaccurate now to call it a script. It may be like a script of very new teachers. It, that wasn't evident they were very new teachers to the school. Teachers' voices, they, they'd really worked at, at being more interesting. And they you know, a lot of teachers are oh, bloody miserable voices. They drone, they're hard work. A lot of teachers, I think, and you know, I'll, often, I'll always say to teachers, in fact, look, record your own voice, listen to your intonation, listen to the speed, listen to how clearly you articulate. So, oh, I don't like listening to my own voice, is what they'll often say in a whiny way. And, and I say, well, look, somebody's got to listen to your voice for six hours a day, right? You, it's your major tool. Listen to your own voice. Listen to how you sound. Do you project well? Do you, do you perform? Do you give energy? The Michaela teachers, because they had the scripts around them, their own personalities or a version, this, you know, a performance version of their personalities was able to come through. And sometimes they trip over their own words. And they correct themselves and they'd apologise to kids. And they say, hmm, I, I didn't phrase that very well. Mm, I wasn't very precise there. I'll say that again, but listen carefully. They had the scope to think, oh, I need, a, I need to phrase that better. They were thinking about their words. They were choosing their words carefully. And then they were recognising when they didn't choose their words as carefully as they meant to. They were very reflective about what they were saying. Because, of course, so much of what they're doing, but it's taught. They've learned it. They've practiced. It's a school way. It's, it's the Michaela way. Every school now says, it's the Michaela way. It's this way. It's that way. It's the other way. But you don't see precision in schools, really. Very rarely. There's very rarely that obvious esprit de corps. There's very rarely that obvious house style. But because that house still was really writ large across the whole school and every member of staff and every interaction, in the classroom, the teachers, their autonomy came from, hmm, how do I phrase this really well in my subject knowledge, in my subject, with this audience, this question? You could hear the, the cogs going. Sometimes you could hear the cogs going. Sometimes it just looked effortless because they were very well rehearsed. But I didn't get the feeling they were resting on laurels. I didn't get the feeling that they... They wasn't... didn't get the feeling they were... What do I want to say? I don't think they took anything for granted, the teachers. I don't think... I, don't, I didn't get the impression in their teaching that they were thinking, oh, well, this is an easy gig now. Yeah, these kids, they're listening. I know they'll do exactly what I want. I don't really have to put much effort in how I explain things. 
No, I thought they were explaining very, very carefully. Very carefully. I'm sure a lot of that, you know, you, you, you've been doing this for a while. You know exactly what well, you should know, what the high frequency errors are, and you should be able to run towards them. I definitely got a sense of that. Yeah, I definitely, I saw that a lot, actually. I definitely got a sense of the teachers honing in on. Sometimes it was very exam-based type content. Oh, remember, careful with this, careful with this, careful with this. But there was real precision in the delivery. Right, that was 20 minutes, I'll do a separate one.